uh, I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. What's up, everybody? It's Too Real, the podcast. Um, this episode, we got somebody special, man. We got not only like a, a legend in Jamaica, but a legend on in in a, the hip-hop urban scene. You know what I mean? He's done things in music, uh, movies. He's a trendsetter, you know, cultural set. He's good for the culture. You know what I mean? Um, we have Louis Ox Ranker here. What's going on, boss? The original Jamaican Dandada was good, yo. <laughs> Too real, man. It's real, ain't it? Yeah. It's very real, very Much real. love, man. Much respect. Yes. Happy to be here, yo. Yes, boss. Um, before we get into everything, like, where where in Jamaica are you from? Uh, I was born in St. Thomas, grew up in Rockfort, area of Kingston. Migrated from that to the Gaza, which is Portmore, where Cartel and them from. Yeah. But, you know what I mean, I'm like a St. Thomas born in the country, you know what I mean, but grew up in the city, uh, came to Canada about in the late 70s, and I ended up migrating myself to New York City, where I grew up and built on my career to a destiny where it becomes yeah, so success. Even you know? before, yeah, so um, when did you move to New York? Because I, I, you know, I watched the interview about you. I went you moved to, to Brooklyn? Yeah, I went to Brooklyn in 1976 when I was really young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was it like when you moved there? That's when Brooklyn was a wild, wild place. Wild, yeah. When I went there, man, I ended up to be uh, like what you call a King Kong. You have to be like one of them yeah, type of character. Because right. eh? yeah. the street was serious. but And then I was by myself. But my mission... Oh, you moved there. You moved there alone. Yes, I, did, I leave my family in Canada, and I went there alone. Yeah, so wait, okay. Yeah. Wow, so you moved to Canada, or first you went to Canada first, or you went to Brooklyn first? Um, I came to Canada from Jamaica. To and, Toronto? Yes, uh, yeah, and I gained my permanent residency in the late 70s. I don't remember what year it but was. in Toronto. So as soon as I get my PR card... I leave to America. Do you remember where you lived out here in Toronto? Like when yeah, Scarlet Wood Court. Okay. Which is off Scarlet Road. So. What age? Do you remember when you when you moved out out to? Um, Toronto? when I when I came to Toronto, I was like probably about fourteen, fifteen. What was it like? Cause you know, like now, you know, was there a lot of black people here then, or? When I came here that time. To be honest with you, I've not seen any black people, man. Uh, and, uh, to be honest with you, when I first came here, when I saw snow, I didn't know what was snow was yeah. about because we never talk of that in Jamaica. Yeah. We used to look at even white people as ghosts or yeah, the yeah, angel yeah. from heaven, you know? So when I come here, I seen this white stuff, the old place. I came here deep, like in December, eh? So when I come and I saw snow, I thought it was salt. Yeah. I was asking my mom why so much salt on the ground. Then I'm I'm cold and they putting a, a coat on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to put a, a a winter coat on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm saying, yo, what I experienced, yo, it was like straight up. So uh, from 
What was that like though? Like what you just moved from Jamaica just just for like a better life or just or just cause your family just like My family, my family don't leave Jamaica when me and my brothers and sisters was young. And they came to Canada and they built up a good life so they get us all from Jamaica. And all of us came to Canada. And then you just said, you know what, I'm going But to I Canada. said, Canada is not enough for me what I want to do, eh? Oh, you knew? Uh, oh, but, because, okay, just, yeah. Because I read a story about basically that, like, when you actually started music, you didn't really want to do music at first. You just did it, with, like, you, you typewriter was your first time you came out of jail. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. When, so when you were that, when you moved to Brooklyn, what did you want to do? Did you know that you... Well, when I went to Brooklyn, to be honest with you, I know the music, I have to explode myself in the music industry yeah. to get to where I want to go because I always have acting on my mind. But I knew it was hard because it's not easy to get to Hollywood, eh? Yeah. It's one of the hardest in the industry to get there, so... You know, most of the people that you see on the movie scream or in theaters, that's a blessing, you know what I mean? Because a lot of actors don't have to even go to college for that. True, you yeah. just have to have that natural talent. And yeah. if you have that natural talent, then that's how it goes. Me now, thankful for Ike Williams and certain people big in the industry yeah. saw the talent in me. I never asked for it, neither. It was yeah. my dream, yeah. but never asked for it. And because I never asked for it, it went it went viral, man, when I did it, yeah. So when you went to Brooklyn, what were you getting into? Like, where did you live in Brooklyn? Um, Park Place. Park Place? Yeah, deep in Brooklyn. Okay. You know, I'm close to, like, um, bedside area. Okay. Like, where Big Smalls from. Yeah. So, but I was a street, I, w I went to the street, man. Yeah. And, you know, I started out with a ounce of weed yeah. and started selling giants. Yeah. And in the meantime, using the money paying for students, some of it to re-up. Okay. <laughs> then it get crazy in the street where the guns are knocking and uh, you know people running. And yeah. I've been down that road, man. You know, uh -huh. end up in jail. Yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah, because yeah, uh, so the story is that basically you went to jail, um, and what did you go to jail for? You went to jail and then basically. You came out. That's when you said, "All right, this music thing is gonna be serious." So even bef even before that, where were you getting like your beats? Where were you like, like? To, well, to be honest, how come you never you? thought about just going back to Jamaica and try to crack through Jamaica first and then yeah, come to back? To me, the, the days that I started out my career, man, Jamaica couldn't do it for no entertainer. In the seventies, wasn't wasn't there like? Man, in the 70s, it's just Bob Marley and certain people, and they was up there, but not. It's not what I was looking at. I always have the dream and the vision yeah. of America because yeah. I know that's where it's at. So, and, and Super Cat beside me, um, Ninja Man beside me, all of us beside me, but where are they beside me at? America, you feel me? And that's where they get the most money. Even now, up to this day, every artist in Jamaica... Yeah, like every artist in Jamaica up to this day, to be honest with you, I'll go over that phase again. Their dream is to make at least one or two hit song, and that can get them a visa easily to come to America. So I would say thank God for Jamaica for creating reggae music to make a lot of us that do not have no kind of That's true. hope. The music get us up to live there and even build things in the island because I think uh, reggae music bringing the most money in Jamaica. 
other than the industries and stuff like that where the government deal with, you understand yeah. me? And that is real stuff I'm talking about. I signed to Mesa Record, which is Warner Brothers, 1992. As soon as you came out from jail. So can you talk about the story about how you came out of jail and then yeah. you just made type, like, that was the first song you made? Well, that, no, that wasn't the first no, song I no, made, no, but that first... was my first biggest hit I okay. ever made. Yeah. And that song got you... Coming a... from jail, yeah. From, uh, that got you a Grammy. Yeah, that song got me a Grammy. That song what also you... got me signed to Warner Brothers. What year was that? 1992. So how long? 91, 92, something. So that during that kid, during okay, before okay, how long were you in jail for for that period? I was in jail for about three years. So and during before then you were still just making music. So like you had like a buzzing. Yeah, in your... dance hall. I was a big dance hall DJ, but I never recorded typewriter when I came out because when I came out of jail, the sound that I used to DJ is called downbeat. Yeah. The roller. And that sound, well, I was a big DJ for that sound. Nobody knew I was getting out of jail because they sentenced me to 15 years. But what, that what, was in Texas by the federal government, yeah. In Texas? Yeah. You got all the way from Brooklyn. Why would you go to Texas? I was... Uh, was uh, I was street. I'm hustling. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, you, the feds, though? You got into it with the feds? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they you always charged, they charged me for Brinks robbery. They charge for oh, British robbery, they are so fine. Couple of kilos of cocaine mouse in the safe. About $180,000 in cash. But that, I beat that case because yeah. the house wasn't in my name and it wasn't my house. So, so it yeah. was mine, eh? <laughs> yeah, so, so in, in, so you, Three years in the feds. Yeah. Where were you? Like uh, ADL? In what Texas, um, near Louisiana. The federal penitentiary in Louisiana, near Texas, right at the bottom. How was that? Like, because I, I, you hear the feds is like, they're like, it's not like the state, like it's really strict. They just... No, the, the, the federal prison in the state is like a resort, like what I'm in right now. You can have your own phone, TV, and yeah. big. Yeah, I heard that. They, like, it's you can run your business in there and all that. They don't stop you from that. You just don't have no access to the outside world. That's it. Word. Like going out there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. The, but, and the time is hard because you see, the feds is day for day. Yeah. So if they give you 10 years, they don't do 10 years. Yeah. So they make sure that you're comfortable and not be suicidal. So I guess yeah, that's yeah. why the system set it up like that. So mm -hmm. the federal judge is comfortable. Yeah, comfortable, yeah. comfortable, yeah. Okay. So then you come out. but So you never lost hope with the dream that you didn't think that music... After no, three? I just started writing music when I was in there. I write music for three years straight. That's I did like a couple of hit tune dancers. I did one called... When I come out, I, I, I did this song, at me coming in art, at me coming in art, at me coming in art, say the way wrongs come back. Me said the greatest thing that ever reached history, them lock the way wrong in the penitentiary. Okay. Put a handcuff on the sweetie daddy, the place where them bring me from the Queens County, well, the floor where okay. them put me from the <laughs> Sixth County. And I just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah at me yeah. coming in art, at me coming in and I say, to free the way wrong in money. Cost enough money 25 30, 35 40, 45 60, 65 70, 75 80, Talk 85 90, 95 ZZ. Say me coming in at her, coming in at her. Yo. It was crazy, man. Crazy. And the place was going nuts because when I came out of jail, the night was downbeat. 
um, I think annual birthday bash, the day they released me after three years. Yeah. Downbeat, nobody in New York know because even the Gleaner in Jamaica, the radio in Jamaica, RJR saying that Louis Rankin gonna get life because they charged him for Brinks robbery, yeah, yeah. bag of coke, bag of guns. Well, everybody and, thought it was over. Yeah, it was over for me. And I surprised over um, 2,000 people. That night, I showed up there at 2 o'clock in the morning. In the, where was and it, New York? New York City in the Bronx. And the song was playing, and the crowd going nuts, and I walked through the crowd they, they, with they, they a hoodie on, yeah, 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 yeah. and just walk and take down me, give me, even down me, like, get yeah, almost shot, have yeah. a heart attack, eh? When he saw me, and I said, you're right. And he gave me the mic, I'm going to walk up on stage, and says, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. Cause thou art with me, my AK-47, my bomba clock desert eagle. Jeez. I am! The original Dandara. And yo, the place lost it. I mean, lost no, it. No, I, I feel you. I'm <laughs> talking about, like, they can't believe it was me standing yeah. there, hey? Cause I was the news highlight, hey? That I was done, hey? Yeah. Man, I, it was crazy, man. Crazy, like a half an hour, yo. You know, I see the like, tears coming yeah. in my eye, yo. Yeah. Brings, you, brings you back, yeah. Yeah. Who else was there that night? Like you Shabaranks. Yeah. Little Twitch, Brigadier Jerry, Josie Wells, Admiral Bailey. But yeah. none of them, they were scared to even touch the mic because the way I After, have yeah, that yeah, crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like they know it's nothing they Facts. could do to that. Yeah, yeah, that Nobody don't want to hear them right now. Yeah. They see the general is yeah. back, yo. Because I was the general and still is, yeah. eh? Yeah. Okay, so, you know, okay, the whole thing between you and um, like you and Supercat are cool, right? Very cool, yeah. But you guys are both the original done. Like, like you guys both use that title? Oh yeah, but I created that. I created all that. The Don Dada was originated by me. Yeah. I created that when I did typewriter. Supercat come and says, "I made them call for ram it up. I'm Mr. Cat and the place and them a bam it up. Don Dada, in all these years, for that Don Dada." You say Supercat's name? I already know that, yeah, but and that, but I already give him the name yeah. in my song before okay, that, yeah. saying he's a Supercat man. I we are Don Dada, cause yeah. he was my partner, man. Yeah. He was rolling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was from New York too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived in New York. Yeah. Um. Uh, at that time, so what, after Typewriter, what, you got signed to Warner Brothers. Yeah, Mesa Record, which is Warner Brother Company. Yeah. Yeah. You got, what was it, like a $1.6 million deal you got? Bigger than that. Bigger than that, eh? Mm. Back then it was lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so what was next? After, so you, like, when did the Grammy come? When did you get that award? Typewriter. Yeah. Uh, so all this just came like all the success just hit you. you came yeah, out, you came uh, out of jail. well, Typewriter was a big production though because remember Trapmasters is the one that produces Typewriter, which is one of the biggest hip hop production company yeah, in America. Trapmasters, yeah. they're the one that produces. So it was typewriter. it was it was a hip hop beat or they make reggae. They make it was a remix because I had Typewriter out for. Shelly record, which is Superpower record in Brooklyn, but it was in a dance hall, drunk or oh, okay, so they went trap master, do it, they do that. Yeah, with um, Red Hot Love, Tony Rappers on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it just, it just reinvented But that's the one that won the Grammy. That one won yeah. the Grammy. Yeah. So when when you won the Grammy, like, what, all the success came, like, how does it feel? Like, like, you just came out of jail. Like, the turn of events was, wasn't that nuts? Well, like, I, 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 when I came out of jail, it's like I stepped up the, the level of dance uh, so high because I was, like, the hottest thing that the old thing was doing. I was the hottest thing that 
dealing with the streets of dancehall. Yeah. When I came back, my thing like went to sky, you know what I mean, like the blimp, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was dealing with it. So Warner Brothers came out and they found me, actually came and looked for me yeah. and signed me. And everything I do, man, is actually just come to me from the work that I do, I think. Because I think hard work was a blessing for me. You put in the work even, yeah. though, even though the yeah. jail couldn't stop it. Yeah, yeah. jail couldn't stop me. Yeah. Jail even made me more successful when I came back, yeah. So, and then after that, what was next? And after Showdown. that... After that, I, that was a showdown album after I signed. I did the showdown album, my first album for Mesa Record. Mm -hmm. My second album was Lethal Weapon, which is for them, the same people. So then I also, um, um, what else I did? I did another album called, I did another two, three singles for Warner Brothers. I think it's called, one of them called Put Down the Gun, and the other one was um, Jamaica. So while this is going on, were you based in Jamaica or New York at this time? New York. So like, how, and Jamaica. How was it when, I always have a home in Jamaica. Every time you touch back in Jamaica, what, what was it like? Because it's, it's not like they're seeing you. You know, like a lot of the artists there lived there at the time. It's not like they were seeing you. Oh, you know, can I ask him right there? When I go to Jamaica, man, it's, it's barricade, man. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, how, yo, obviously you always lived in Toronto, right? But, like, you know, before, but, like... Actually, you know, really, always here, but yeah, um, no, I, I my mean, home, Big no, Man, I mean, New no, York. I mean, like, yeah. You moved from Toronto. Yeah, so yeah, you, like, yeah. Um, From Jamaica to Toronto. Yeah. But, like, you've always, like, I've always yeah. seen you always have a connection with yeah. Toronto. I see you with, sometimes with the rappers from the city. Yeah. And I've seen you with Nobu. I've seen you with, like, in some videos. Like, how did you always, like, build a connection with people here in this city? Even though you were in New York. To be honest with you, Canada is my city. Toronto is my city. And just like I even said uh, the other day when they gave Drake the key to the city. I'm wondering, you know, I mean, I, I congratulate Drake because he's a good friend of mine. But to me, I don't want a key from no mayor for no city of Toronto. I, I, want, I want the mayor to appreciate me or the government to give me a key for the ghetto and the hood, like Rexdale, Scarborough, Regent okay. Park, all them places, man. Yeah. You know, give me some keys for um, Jungle, um, Brampton, Malton. Give me a key for the hood so I can upgrade the youth, them uplift them like DJ Khaled said, man. We uplifting, man. Give Don't give keys. me no key when you ain't doing nothing for nobody. To be honest with you, I respect Drake as a good friend of mine, and I respect Drake. That's his business if he don't want to do things, but I don't see too much things going on. I see Birdman and them doing a lot of things for people. Birdman, Birdman. I seen, I seen White Cliff and them doing a lot of things, man. I seen uh, people that successful like me. I have a little company and I'm uplifting a lot of ghetto people. I do a lot. That's why a lot of these young independent rappers got me on their stuff because I try to be on their stuff to uplift no, them. You feel me? So that's it. what I do. I'm trying to uplift. I'm not like Drake and stuff like that. Drake is too rich too big and too controlling this city not to have 10 labels running and uh, 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 every little ghetto you that have talent should be on Drake label right and now. So you, I, it's not, I, I don't think it's that easy, boss. As much as he's the, he's the biggest artist in the world, for sure. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to it. You know it I mean? is easy. You know why it's easy? First of all, Drake can get any distribution you want. Of course. So that make it easy. Then you know what make it more easier? Drake got millions of dollars. Money is power. 
Money, money, money talks. Money. Hey, as you know, hey. boss, like look when you sign the music industry is not it's not what it once was. So it's it's not for him to invest in all these people. No, Drake and, no, Drake helped a lot of people. No, no, but but what I'm trying to say, though, I think Drake should just look at it and say, fuck it, man. Let me just throw out some millions and just try something with new talents, man. And I think it will work. Why do you think all these TV shows coming up, America got talent, this got talent, those become billions of money-making business, and they signing young talent at the same time. The same thing could go on here, yo. Canada is underestimating the game when Canada have a lot of talent, man. Canada has a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Uh, why do you think they love me, yo? Because I, I know it can work. It's just we have to know what we're doing, man. How do you think the white man, I'm not a racist, but the white man sit down and they make a plan. And believe me, when they start that plan they make, it becomes so successful. So it's nothing. If right now, if Drake come to me right now and say, Ox, I need you beside me. Let's do this and let's do that. Do you know how many kids I know with serious talent that are even way better than Drake? I know them. I can bring them. Guess what? We going to get them distributed and that's another extra 200 million in the bank, yo. Boss, 200 million. But remember, like you said, look how you, when you got your deal, right? Look at stuff in the 90s. It's not the same anymore. Like now it's streaming. Now it's not album sales. Like, People don't sell millions of records anymore. The music industry is not the same as it once was. There's still money in it for the big guys. But I'm I, wondering why, though. Why? Why? Is it not the Answer same? that because question. Of the why? Inter- because of the internet. Because of streaming. streaming. You know what they do for streaming now? You, you know, like Apple Music? You so, you're so right, man. Have you heard of Apple I don't even want to curse right now, but you're so right. No, you I curse. think the internet destroyed the old talent of what the money should be making, and, man. Of course it did. Because it now, do. Because it now, do. now people don't have to buy music. So well, guess like, what? It's only people like me make money. Do you know how many videos I have on the internet? And every time I do one of them videos, minimum 10 grand I charge to do it, eh? These little youth in the street pay me 5 grand and 10 grand, eh? And guess where that goes? Just the internet. You watch it on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm wondering how they pay someone money to do this. This shit ain't even selling. Exactly. But that. But, but it got them out there and that's yeah. how they live off. Yeah, so they go to the street. And just make sure the crap keeps selling. The weed keeps selling. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And then you know what? I'm making yeah. another video. I'm going to call Ox, yo. And I have to support them because guess what? That keep them out of certain things too, man. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't see what I'm seeing, the vision of the street, man. No, no, you're, you know, you're, you're right, man. That's what I am an idol that I'm always going to represent the street until the day I die, yo. Yeah, Real talk, yo. I'm for the streets, yo. That's it. No, but... um. Your ideology is right, but you know I just feel like it's it's, it's that's what the show is all about. Basically, trying to uplift the, the artists in the city. Exactly. But you know it's just it's just hard because first thing a lot of see like a lot of people like you said the street can't even get across the border. You know I, what I mean? understand what exactly what you're saying. There's a lot of there's a lot of things hindering Canada. You know what I mean? So it's like the music the music industry is like you said America is a bit like you left. Yes. A lot of people here cannot leave. Exactly, exactly. So there's a lot of things hindering us in, in Canada. You know exactly, I mean? exactly. And now the government trying to, even if you have talent, no matter how good you is, you got a criminal record, you can't yeah. even leave the country. Yeah. So I don't understand. I don't know what's going on, man. It's like... And, and, and you know, 
Um, and even labels, you know, it's not, now they're signing 360 deals where you don't even own your own your stuff. You don't even make, you only get an advance and you don't really make money. So it's not really much money in the music industry besides being independent. You know what I mean? Oh, you own your label and let them sign the label. Don't sign you. See, a lot of artists don't understand you. Don't sign to an industrial label right now. You create a company and then sign yourself to your company yeah. and let them sign your company for distribution. You understand? Mm -hmm. That's the smartest way to go about it. That, that's the only way. Way to make a success on the whole business right now. Um, you know, because if you sign to them, they can sign you off when they want. What was it like when you got the call from Hype Williams to? You already knew him because he shot your video, right? Yeah, he, he shot, yeah. shot typewriter. Typewriter, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was it like when he, he already had you in mind for that part, right? He already that? wrote the whole thing for me. Yeah, even the script. I they all was my line. Yeah. I'm a guy history and belly. It seems to talk about it, which is one is the biggest movie up to this day right now. As uh, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah, hip hop movie. It's the biggest thing ever after Scarface. That's like the black version, eh? Facts. So it's like they couldn't find me because I was traveling so much. But I had a show in Queens one night at the Amazuro. Very famous place. And all of a sudden, I seen like about 20 security coming to the stage. When I enter the stage, as soon as they say, well, Louis, welcome, Louis Rankin. And I walk on the stage to start performing. I see security. And I see a woman, which is the casting director. Her name is Winsome Sinclair. Then I look in the crowd and I know I see Ike Williams. So they stand yeah. up on the back of the stage and never move, but I'm there tearing the place apart. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so then after I finish, I throw the mic down on the stage and run into the back. Security stopped me, so I get upset and, and pushing them off, and they say, I Williams want to talk to you. So when I heard the name, I stopped now yeah. and calmed down, eh? So Hype <laughs> just come to me and said, Louie, I need you in Manhattan tomorrow, man. Here's a card with the address. Please, can you come down here tomorrow? It's very, very important. So I took the card. I knew it was serious shit once he told me that. Yeah. yeah. So, so you guys even, he, at the time, he didn't say it was for a movie. He just said, just come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't tell me it was a movie or nothing until I went there. I found out. And then he telling me about the movie and what the movie based on. And I just said, all right. Yeah. Movies are classic. And he just write out a contract. Then he sent it to my lawyer because Bruce Jackson was my lawyer, one of the biggest lawyers. He, um, he lawyer for Mary J, P. Diddy, all yeah. of them. That was my lawyer then. So he called me. I said, Louie, I just got a contract for you with a lot of zeros on it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something a lawyer yeah. would say, you know? <clears throat> I'm saying, is it from Ike Williams? And he said, yeah. He says, some movie belly, they got you playing a role like Al Pacino, Scarface, eh? Yeah. And I'm saying to him, so almost zeros on it. He <laughs> says, you need to come down here, it's a lot yeah. of zeros, eh? <laughs> so... <laughs> I just jumped in my fucking Mercedes Benz and start shooting night because I heard that. I want to go see this shit right away, man, you know? So yeah. then we get on set. Man, I locked on that movie. Ike Williams was so disappointed. He wanted to have me more. He wished he had to have me in more scenes, yeah. even though I played enough. No, yeah, yeah. But he wanted me because no. I carried the movie yeah, so yeah. hard. Yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. me. Yeah, no, you, you know, yeah, man. You definitely, yeah, yeah. That was a blessing, baby. That's, that's a blessing. Ike Williams, that's, that's, um, that movie yeah. is it's a classic. Classic, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Um, 
What was it like? Had you had met DMX and Nas before then? I know DMX and Nas before that. We okay. were like, uh, yeah, we associate. Because um, I was in the industry before. Yeah, that. I know for sure. But yeah. then um, during that time of belly, DMX was kind of, was going through some of his phases. Yeah, do you remember? Do you yeah, remember? It, 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 X was smoking on. Yeah, you know? yeah. He used to chill in my, my, my trailer while we're doing belly. And every time I'm, he's drinking NEC, I'm sitting there looking at him and he's smoking and going back on, on set. So he's, he did like that. You know what I mean? He did like that. There's like, a, there's like a story that I'm not too sure how true it is, but there's a story about like basically when, the, when belly was going on, that basically you must have got locked up and then the whole set was looking for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Billy was like, I'm telling you, man, it's a drama. My life is a history. Oh, when I was doing Billy, I finished most of the scene in America, right? Yeah. So I had to come to Canada because this is where my documents is and my passport was expired. Mm-hmm. So I had to come back to Canada to get it renewed mm-hmm. and to reach Jamaica within three days, which I paid for ex- expi- expedite from my passport. Mm-hmm. But I had a warrant over here for yeah. about seven, six, seven years or more. Yeah. And um, I was at Scarlet Road. I went back to Scarlet Road in Scarlet Wood Court, getting a confrontation with somebody. When I flew from America and came here. Yeah. No, I didn't flew. I drove here. I drove my car. I drove my Mercedes Benz over here mm-hmm. and parked it at my mom's house. So I was here thinking I'm picking up my, my passport the Friday, yeah. going to Jamaica the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Because the whole team was already in Jamaica. Yeah. BMX, everybody's there. And yeah. they, they cannot film them without, without me. Obviously, yeah, they need so it was crazy, man. So I get in a confrontation. Police end up coming there. And I end up, police end up trying to hold me. And I push the police. Mm-hmm. And he's saying he's going to charge me for assaulting, you know, obstruction mm-hmm. or some bullshit. And then they took my ID and then he come up with a warrant. Yeah. They locked me the fuck up, man. <laughs> they locked me up the Friday that, uh, oh, yeah, so No, wait, the Thursday wait. night Oh, they let you on the Friday? Man, they locked me up like late Friday It was it? Yeah, it had to be Friday Yeah, yeah I yeah. stayed in jail till the Monday Yeah, fuck I was supposed to go to Jamaica, you know, And man. the whole time you know that you're supposed to be the belly, The belly production paid for a lawyer from Jamaica have a lawyer flew from fucking somewhere Ottawa yeah. to come to court to get me in to get on that yeah. plane. Yeah, cause it was uh, yeah, but I got on the plane, but it was Monday though. So during the time those two days, were you able to contact Hype and let him know that what happened, or he just no? They was contact Hype was contacting my team, oh, okay, okay, my yeah, wife, yeah. my uh, yeah. mom, my yeah, brothers. Yeah. They all was talking That's to them. That's nuts, man. But, so um, I, I couldn't talk to nobody. I was locked the fuck up. Yeah. And you've also been in another legendary movie, man. Shot us. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even, the, even that movie, because it's crazy seeing that, because, you know, last, um, you did the recent video with DJ Khaled and Nas, right? Yeah, yeah. What was it like to even know, seeing DJ Khaled being in Shot us from then, like, to see him how he is now? I'm the one that got him in Shot us. Yeah, yeah. Me and Khaled was friends for many years, man. You know, that's why you see that video so big and see the way you do the video. You make that video a music, a video movie type. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Major hit too, major hit. Um, what's it, what was it, what is it, how, how different is he now? Like, compared to then, like, you see him then, he looks completely He's still different. the same. Still the same? Got it, still the same. Always been talking like that? Always. 
And he got all this money now, but still funny and still the same. Yeah. He never changed. And that's what I respect about DJ Khaled, I do. He don't change, the money don't change him nothing. He just want to keep showing people that you just can be you and just yeah. be you and make money like you mm -hmm. can be you. Yeah. Um, you, you just put out a mo another movie recently that was in the theaters at Woodbine Reed. Yeah, um, yeah, A Small World. What's that about? Uh, it's a Jamaican movie. Um, me, um, this guy character loses a jacket. Flew from Jamaica, come here. But in the meantime, this guy's also my enemy. And this guy, this movie is real funny, man. I wish you had to come see it. Uh, I, I was at the theater, I used to hear the way people laughing, man. It's, oh, it's a comedy? No, it's gangster, but comedy gangster. Okay. Like bad boys. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Shit, yeah. So, the right. only, only time they can see it is in theaters. How can, any, how can people see it? It's going to be released. Um, it's going to be on Netflix, and it's okay. also going to be distributed on DVD. Okay, man. Netflix, but it's already Netflix premiering. Cool. Yeah, it's going to premiere in Jamaica at Karim, because I'm getting it in Karim. Okay. And um, they, right now, the producer is planning a Canada tour with it. Okay. So, see if we can just go do, like, about everywhere in Canada. We do mm. theater and just charge people yeah, like a tour. Exactly. Uh, you, you ever think about submitting it to the Toronto Film Festival? We don't need to do oh, that. Okay. I already have connect, man. I'm an actor. I'm a licensed actor. Screen actors guild, man. Um, before we get out of here, uh, you know, like, there's a lot of controversy about people tapping into the dancehall sound now. You know what I mean? Like, from rap, whether it's R&B, people that may not have the roots in Jamaica. Or even Caribbean at all, you know what I mean? You want me to explain that? I'm glad you asked me a question like that. As a legendary dancer, artist, I think a lot of these artists right now... Can I curse? Of course. A lot of these artists right now is bowing <laughs> below the reggae music. They bowing. Some of them are suck dick. Some no. of them are going to bat him and fuck people in them ass and them things. A lot of these artists is not reggae. Reggae, if you listen to reggae, you have to listen to Barry Salmon, Morgan Heritage, Luciano, and all those artists with Bob Marley set a trend and set the foundation. This is a hustling. Don't you look at these artists that they have in Jamaica right now. They listen to the rappers them in America and then take their lyrics and put it and take their songs and cross it over. Oh, you're, oh, you're saying... They, man, you also want them artists have to move them bumba Are oh, you saying the new Jamaican artists? A lot of these new artists. Oh, they're not keeping They're not reggae artists. Okay. Yeah. You know what? They are imposters. Oh, you, oh, you. To the reggae music. Influence. You're not just talking Bad about. Bad influence. You're not, just talk, you're not just talking about hip hop. You're talking about the artists from Jamaica. You feel like they're not doing that. No, they're not, they're not around with hip hop music. Hip hop is America. That's their culture. Our culture is reggae. So and these saying, young artists right now is not living to our culture. They living behind a crossover type of stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. They living to the crossover type of stuff and they selling out. And these white men come down there and give them a bag of money and buy them a Mercedes Benz and they suck their dicks. That's what it is. Who, who, which, which reggae artists do you like now? Do you feel like that's keeping it original? Bounty Killer. Oh, you just oh you still just oh he's listening to the guys from before. You're not even listening. A ninja to man. Oh, you're still talking about the Shabaranks. So you don't listen to Alkaline, um, Conscious, none of that. I listen to Alkaline, and I listen. I like Movado okay, as a new okay. artist. So to okay. be honest with you, I give it to Movado. Yeah. Movado is very cultural, okay. so I love Movado. Alkaline, 
He's saying he's a hype artist. Okay. I'm not into the hype artist thing, okay. but he's a good artist. Okay. But he's in the hype thing. I'm not on that. So is there any new I'm artists? Uh -huh. Is there any new artists that you feel that are keeping the real, keeping the real dance hall thing going? Uh, it's a few of them. You know, it's all right. You know, cause you have one artist says, take a good look. Him name in the blood clot book. I forgot his name. I like that artist. Mm -hmm. I like a few of them. But to be honest with you, if I'm driving my car, I'm listening to Luciano, and I'm listening to a ninja man or bounty killer, eh? Mm -hmm. Or if I'm not listening to me. Yeah. I'm not going to be there listening to a bag of alkaline or a bag of that, yeah. and all these little fucking idiots talking the same bullshit, man. Yeah. I'm not on that. I can't, I, I can't deal with that. You know what I mean? After your consciousness, I listen to Mavada too. I was a whole CD of Mavada, not because he's my friend, but the the the, the youth sing good songs, you know? Um so but you don't so you you don't have a problem with the like the Drake's, the Chris Browns, the Tory Lanes that are like taking a little bit of influence in making that's all like slash pop music, you know what I mean? Like you, the major laser, like it's all over the world now, like the dance hall sound. Man, but but I I I love that because okay, see, cool. they will make you know don't not because I'm saying about what these young artists of Jamaica are doing. I'm only saying they're not keeping the culture yeah. up. They're going crossover, following other country. Because mm -hmm. if you listen to the dancehall music that's going on in Jamaica, they're taking hip hop rhythm and going on it. Mm -hmm. That's not your culture. Yeah. It's not your culture. You understand? And you cannot believe that you have to do that to be successful because Bob Marley made success with reggae music to the top. We all can do it. Yeah. Why sell out and try to go crossover? That's all I'm, that's my question. Mm -hmm. All right, Ox, man. Leave the, anything you want to leave the people with, where they can find you, any any well, new projects? Well, just love, man, you know what I mean? Just highlight me. They can catch me as Louis Ox Rankin, Instagram, Facebook, man. You know what I mean? My PA, they, they check those things. Yeah, when can they um expect any new project? The Small World? When will Small be on World about, man, there's another movie I'm about to start shooting called The Wrong House. There's one also almost finished called Ice City. Uh, did you do yeah? Did you do also do a movie with um Bang of Smurf? I saw him. Yeah, yeah, him yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. You ain't no killer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. from from Trinidad. Yeah. yeah. Where can they find that? Uh, that movie is a, a a website, TV website movie. It's not. I don't know. Um, they release some parts of it. I don't know what's going okay. on with that. Uh, to be honest with you. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's Ox man. Everybody, show love. Go hail him up. Thank you come for the episode and. Instagram. Yeah, man, y'all all right, me, man. Hit me up on my Instagram, Louis Ox Rankin, yo. L O U I E O X R A N K I N, man. All right, me. And much love to y'all, man. It's the original damn the straight love from the street to Hollywood, and I'm still in the streets, eh? Big up my little artist, my son, Little Wicked. Big up all the people, and big up everybody, man. Brampton, everywhere. T Dot, we love you, know? Straight up Brooklyn, all the way, man. Jay-Z, man, don't be mad at me because I disrespect you, dog. Uh, yo, yo, your, his it's daughter, a reality, yo. Yeah, I, heard, I heard about the, his daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a reality, Jay. I love you, Jigga, man. We know each other for the longest, man. It's all good, man. <laughs> you know, just don't act like you. your kid is more better than everybody else. That's all I was trying to say. And it's not always you I'm talking about. It was the critics I was really talking about. That's why I said fuck you and fuck Beyonce and fuck the baby because I don't want to hear that because we all love our baby. 
Everybody love their baby, man. I got my baby in my lap right now, talking this interview right now. We love our baby, yo. Yeah, it's just too real. Much love.